Hey, my friends, and welcome to The Daily Run, the run of the most podcast, and we are keeping up with the king as we go through the book of Matthew, and last time we stopped, oh, halfway through or so, the genealogy of Jesus that we read about in Matthew chapter 1, and so I think we'll just pick up where we left off last time, which was on uh, right around verse 6. And we had gotten to where it says, Jesse begat David the king. David the king begot Solomon by her who had been the wife of Uriah. And so last time we talked about some of the things prior, uh, uh, some of the names and, and, and folks that are in the genealogy of Jesus prior. Uh, and here we get to the second main point. Of course, the first one he starts off in verse 1. He says, the book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, son of Abraham. And he starts off with Abraham, of course, showing that Jesus is a Jew, and then to the son of David, showing that David that uh, Jesus is from the line of David. These things, of course, being important if he's going to be the Jewish, Jewish Messiah, the one who would sit on the throne of David. So those are promises God made to Abraham and to David that uh, the Messiah would come from their line. So it's very important that Jesus could trace his genealogy back to them. And and along with this, I think is an interesting point. Uh, I just saw a Facebook post a few minutes ago that was about why, uh, a video actually, about why the Jews don't believe in Jesus, a rabbi explaining why the Jews don't believe that Jesus was the Messiah. What's interesting to me about this is that uh, Matthew's starting off with this because this is Again, he's talking about these testimonies the, of of who Jesus is. These um, there's going to be a number of them um, that are proving his point uh, that Jesus is the King of the Jews, and and so he starts off with the legal right to being the King of the Jews is you have to be from the right bloodline, the line of David, and from the line of Judah, and from the offspring of Abraham. So uh, these things are important. And uh, just to have the legal claim. So that's where he starts off with. But the interesting thing to me is this, that if there was a Messiah to show up later, if the Jews were correct and Jesus is not the Messiah, they have a serious problem because they don't have the records that used to be held, um, that were kept at the temple apparently before it was burned down um, and destroyed, uh, the record of the genealogies where the modern Jewish man probably cannot trace his genealogy back um, as far as would be necessary. Uh, there are some last names that they would say, oh, like uh, Cohen, um, which they might say, well, oh, that's a, uh, that comes from uh, from the the, uh, the tribe of Levi. There's some last names where they can trace them, them back because the last name's been traditional for a, a certain tribe. Uh, but can they trace it back? to the degree of accuracy that we see here in Matthew. Well, no, they can't. It can't be done. And so right away to say now, oh, yes, this, the, the Jewish Messiah is coming, there's a big problem because they can't even prove their claim to the throne like Jesus did, um, legally speaking. So anyway, let's move on. Uh, and again, here we see, in, I, I think I mentioned this last time, that another another woman is mentioned. This is very unusual for ancient genealogies. Um when David the king um, begot Solomon by her who was the wife of Uriah, you know, an adulteress, um, an adulterous relationship mentioned right here in the genealogy of Christ. 
then we have Solomon begot Rehoboam. Rehoboam begot Abijah, and Abijah begot Asa. And so Rehoboam was the king of the south. This is the royal bloodline. And so if you remember correctly, the kingdom was divided after Solomon, Jeroboam in the north, Rehoboam in the south. In the southern kingdom of Judah, you had some godly kings, you had some good men. And in the north, of course, you only had wicked ones. But um, let's keep going. Asa begot Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat begot Joram. Joram begot Uzziah. Uzziah begot Jotham. Jotham begot Ahaz. And Ahaz begot Hezekiah. Hezekiah begot Manasseh. Manasseh begot Ammon. Ammon begot Josiah. Josiah begot Jeconiah and his brothers about the time they were carried away to Babylon. We're going to come back to that one. And after that, they were brought to Babylon. Jeconiah begot Shealtiel. Shealtiel begot Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel begot Abiad. Abiad begot Eliakim. Eliakim begot Azor. Azor begot Zadok. Zadok begot Akim. Akim begot Eliad. Eliad begot Eliezer. Eliezer begot Mithon. Mithon begot Jacob. Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations, from David until the captivity in Babylon are 14 generations, and from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ, 14 generations. So what I want to do is I want to go back because I mentioned a guy there um, back in verse 11, and it says, Josiah begot Jeconiah and his brothers about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And... To me, this is this is kind of a cool thing. So we're going to flip back. If you've got your Bible, uh, if you don't, if you've got it memorized, good job. If you uh, don't, uh, well, I'll read it to you. This is from uh, Jeremiah chapter 22, talking about Jeconiah and that uh, there's a message to him. It says in uh, verse, oh, we'll start verse 24, I guess. It says, "As I live, says the Lord, though Coniah." My and Coniah that my Bible also has in the margin, Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, um, were the sing uh, were the signet on my right hand. Yet I would pluck you off, and I will give you into the hand of those who seek your life, and into the hand of those whose face you fear, the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, the hand of the Chaldeans. So I'll cast you out, and your mother who bore you into another country where you were not born, and there you shall die. But to the land to which they desire to return, they shall not return. So this is the curse of Jeconiah. God says, I'm casting out the Babylonians are coming to conquer you. And then he says this, in this man, Jeconiah is despised. I'm sorry, let me read that again because I said the wrong word. Is this man, Jeconiah, despised, broken idol, a vessel in which is no pleasure, why are they cast out, he and his descendants, and cast into a land they do not know? O earth, 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 hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, write this man down as childless, a man who shall not prosper in his days. And none of his descendants shall prosper sitting on the throne of David and ruling any more in Judah. So did you catch that last part that God said about this man, Jeconiah? It says, None of his descendants shall prosper sitting on the throne of David and ruling any more in Judah. So here comes an interesting problem, right? God makes this statement in Jeremiah. There's this prophecy that none of Jeconiah's 
offspring would sit on the throne of David. Now this leads to a very big problem because we just read the genealogy of Jesus and right in the middle there, there's Jeconiah and none of his offspring are supposed to sit on the throne of David. But here's the beautiful thing about it. This is the genealogy of Joseph. And while none of Jeconiah's blood offspring could sit on the throne, Jesus can because he's not the blood offspring from this line. He's the legal offspring of this line, being the legal son of Joseph. But not being the blood son, he is not under the curse that God placed upon Jeconiah back in Jeremiah. And this is a pretty cool thing because this explains even more when we say talk about the virgin birth, why this is important. Because God is up to stuff. God is showing that nobody else can fill this. Nobody else can fulfill this prophecy, just the one. And so I wanted to kind of finish with that one, kind of a fun little thing. There's a whole bunch of good stuff in this, and, a, and I skipped over lots of it because, uh, you know, hey, I don't want to spend three years going through the book of Matthew. I want to get through it and cover some ground and... Uh, you know, there's there's some great value to taking the Bible slowly, but sometimes we can go too slowly and we don't cover enough ground and we don't get to important things. And so uh, on your own, read it, check it out. There's all kinds of amazing things in Matthew chapter one and the genealogy. So some stuff to look up those look up those people in the Old Testament, look up and read about them. Some fascinating things that go on there. Next time we'll talk some more um, about Mary. That's tomorrow. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. God bless you.